Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes for free. You can also catch my live radio show five days a week in Las Vegas from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekday mornings on AM 670 KMZQ. If you forget all that, you can go to HeidiHarris.com and get some information there. You know, the Me Too women, I hate to break it to everybody, but the Me Too women, those are the ones who sometimes have legitimate claims, oftentimes don't have legitimate claims, are making it miserable for the rest of us. Now, before you think I have no sympathy for women who've been genuinely victimized, yes, I do. You'll just have to check out my website and you can read my blog post on that very topic. I've got plenty to say about that. I understand exactly how they feel. However, there are a lot of people making false accusations and it's starting to catch up with women and this is important. According to a survey done by the female empowerment site, leanin.org, of course, this comes from Sheryl Sandberg, 60% of male managers say they're uncomfortable mentoring, socializing with, or even working alone with women in the workplace, up from 46% a year ago, according to this survey. Pretty scary, isn't it? Men in senior leadership roles are 12 times more likely to be hesitant to meet with a woman than a man, nine times more likely to not want to travel on a business trip with a female colleague, and six times more likely to avoid dinners with women when it comes to work. Okay. Now, the problem with that is obvious. There are opportunities and situations and things and conversations that come up. If you're not able to meet with somebody, sometimes one-on-one or after hours or whatever, I'm not talking about in a bad way. I'm just talking about conversations and things like that that come up. There are opportunities. There are conversations you will not have with people. I get it. But I can understand why men are terrified now. And if I were a male manager, I'd be scared to death to ever be alone with a woman under any circumstances. I'd make sure I had a glass office. I mean, it's pretty frightening what's happening. Maybe that's one of the reasons offices are glass now. I mean, I hadn't really thought about that till just now. Maybe that's one of the reasons. Remember that show, Suits, that Meghan Markle was on? I didn't start watching it till I found out who she was. I never knew. I've watched a few episodes. Very well done show. Everybody's got a glass office. No one can hear what you're saying, but everybody can sure see what you're doing, and I can understand why. Now, when I worked in the casino business, there was a lot of banter. We were wearing short outfits, you know, up to there, down to there, that kind of thing. There was a lot of banter among the employees, but nothing was harmful. We all took it well. We all joked around with each other. In the business world, it's totally different. But I know a lot of women who dress like streetwalkers for work. I recently was in a meeting with somebody who was wearing a skirt that was so short, there's no way you can sit down and not do the Sharon Stone thing. Secondly, she was about 15 years too old for a short skirt and about 30 pounds too heavy for a short skirt. Yet she was wearing it. It was ridiculous, just ridiculous. No one is going to take you seriously when you dress like that. And I'm not saying that out of jealousy or anything else. Please, no, nobody wants to see that. I've been in meetings with people, even in radio, and listen, we're pretty sloppy in radio, and you can always tell when the men have a meeting because that's the day they'll wear the collared shirt to work, you know, that kind of thing. So I get it, but for women to wear short shorts and things like that, where your shorts practically disappear into your thighs when you sit down, come on, stop it, or down to there, up to there, all that stuff, right? So there are plenty of women who are trying to climb the corporate ladder, literally and figuratively, unfortunately. I actually know of a person, because I know her personally, who had an affair with a cable news guy because she was hoping, she admitted this, she was hoping to get a TV show by having an affair with this guy who already had one. 
That's what she actually said, and it happened like 2017. Really? In 2017, this is what we're doing now? We're still sleeping with somebody to try to get a show instead of, I don't know, using your intelligence, your talent, anything else, right? Well, there are still women out there trying to use that opportunity. And when she tried to blackmail him and say that he had gone after her, he was able to prove with emails, even though I'm not defending him, he was a married man also, you know, it was very obvious that she was doing this purposely. So the thing disappeared pretty quickly. She'll never be on the network again. He's back on. So it's a whole big mess. But this does happen. Women still will throw themselves on the casting couch or in the executive office or whatever to try to get a hit. Now, there are some people who legitimately just fall in love with somebody at work. And that's a whole different issue. And that's very tough, too, because if you even ask somebody out for coffee, you could get fired these days, right? But these numbers ought to scare women to death because if men are afraid to mentor you, and in a lot of occupations, men are the dominant sex, certainly in my occupation in radio, I've been doing this for 21 years now, certainly in my business, many times I've been the only woman in a meeting. Many times I'm the only woman at lunch or dinner or whatever it might be. That's okay. I'm used to it. I happen to like men. I don't mind working in a quote unquote male dominated industry. And I also treat guys, you know, like, you know, kind of with my elbows, like, Hey, you're my brother. That's how I treat them. I don't put off this air that I'm looking around. They know I'm a married woman. And although plenty of married people cheat, I don't put off this air like I'm looking. I think everybody knows the situation when it comes to me. But there are some women who are questionable, and there are some guys who will try it. So you've got a combination of things. You've got women who will try to literally socially climb or professionally climb literally over <laughs> or onto a guy. You've got that. You've got men who are just pigs. Everybody knows that. They exist. They'll take a shot at everybody. I once knew a guy who said, well, you know, you're not going to hit a home run unless you hit, you know, a thousand baseballs and then you might hit a home run. I mean, what a tacky attitude he had, right? But that was the way it was. They'll take a shot. They don't really care. And smart women know that's not flattering. They know that that guy is hit on everybody else. So here's the thing, though. Women need to learn how to handle it in a correct way. Now, there are situations where a boss who's a male will say to a woman, if you don't sleep with me, you lose your job. And often these guys will pick on a woman who maybe has a family to raise, maybe she's a single mom or something, or they realize that she is terrified of losing her job. So they'll take advantage of her in that situation. When it comes to that, I would advise these women, and I know this sounds Pollyanna, but I'm going to say it, you have to rely on God. You have to say, I'm not going to sleep with you to keep my job. I'm out of here or keep some kind of record as to how the conversation went. If you can get the person on tape or something like that, prove that somebody harassed you. Uh, obviously, those situations are terrible and they shouldn't happen. But you also have situations where guys hit on women or they make a comment and women don't handle it well. They freak out. Now, there are times when you might want to handle something with a joke. There are times you might want to get a little sterner, depending. Often you just want to deflect it. But if somebody's really persistent, then you have to ratchet it up. And I've been in situations like that. And I've written two books so far, one of which is Cocktail Waitress Wisdom. In that book, I have an entire chapter. And the title of the chapter is your daddy can't come to work with you. Handle it yourself. I recommend you get that book. Any woman, I don't care what you do for a living, there are times you're simply going to have to handle it. And if you're going to be like a little girl and be scared and not be able to come back and nail their butt, then I don't know what to say to you. I had somebody send me a book years ago, some woman who'd sued, I don't even know what the company was, a huge financial firm. And she had legitimate reasons in some cases because they were watching porn in the offices and all kinds of things that were inappropriate. But she told the story of walking down the 
hallway one day, and three guys were talking. And they didn't want to let her pass, and they were acting kind of weird. And finally, one of them said, hey, who wants to sleep with her? And she kind of scurried into her office like a little girl. Do you understand that sexual harassment of that kind is just adult bullying? Do you get that? And if I were her, I would have looked all three of them up and down, and I would have said, none of you could handle it. Get out of my way. And it would have been over. That would have been, and you say, oh, you shouldn't have to say that at work. You're right, you shouldn't. But if it happens, quit acting like a little girl. Handle it like a woman. Your daddy can't come to work. Your husband can't come to work. You need to handle it if you're going to work with men. So you need to understand and have in your arsenal a lot of different ways to handle situations. If it really gets bad where there's a lot of actual harassment, okay, fine. Document it, then you go to HR. But if I went to HR over every rotten little thing that's happened to me, me in the course of my life? Are you kidding me? Then nobody wants to hire you. And don't think the word doesn't get out, especially in the radio business. I've had a couple of times where I could have sued their butts off for various things that have happened. And I'm not going to get into details here. They weren't sexual. They're other things. But the point is, I could have sued the company's butt off. But to what end? Would it really have helped me? You have to decide, okay, if you're Gretchen Carlson and you can get $20 million out of Fox, or actually she got it out of Roger Ailes, then good for you. But if you're somebody else and there are other women who used to work at Fox who don't anymore, who sued over something stupid and will never be on TV again, and they'll never get any money out of it. Ha <laughs> ha, there you go. So you have to weigh it and decide, is it better for me to move on and just succeed regardless, or is it better for me to sue? Sometimes it's better for you to sue. If you can get life-changing money, maybe it is. But in the majority of cases, if you sue, your career is over. Now, that may not be fair, but that's the fact. So you have to decide. Everybody has to make these decisions. But when you've got male mentors or executives who don't want to work with women because they're terrified of some Me Too thing or some Hollywood actor who doesn't want to stand with a woman for a picture because he's afraid she's going to accuse him of something, that's a pretty scary place to be. And we have to not have this adversarial attitude that a lot of women do where they walk into a room elbows out. They're looking for something. They've got a chip on their shoulder. They've got an attitude toward men. And all that's doing is hurting all women in the workplace, and it doesn't have to happen. Not if you have a healthy attitude toward men. Some of them are jerks, but the vast majority are great. Got to have a healthy attitude toward men, and you've got to be able to handle the ones who are jerks. That's life. You have to be able to handle the jerk at the grocery store. Why can't you handle the jerk at work? Why can't you, ladies? I'm just asking. I'm Heidi Harris. You can pick up a copy of my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head. That's my new one. Great title, huh? Ladies understand that. Don't Pat Me on the Head. And, of course, Cocktail Waitress Wisdom. Both of those are on Amazon. Both of those are on my website, HeidiHarris.com. Don't forget to listen to my live radio show weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in Las Vegas at a.m. 670 KMZQ. Until we meet again, ladies, you got to buck up. Come up with some great one-liners or something. Buck up. And don't forget, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Mm -hmm.